How do you talk confidently about your business when your business isn't currently successful? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find out more about me and how to work with me one-on-one over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we're talking about a familiar topic to me. Um, A friend of mine was asking me about this and she said, hey, this might be a good conversation for your show. Why don't you, you know, bring it out to the listener audience? And it's the idea of how do we talk about our businesses, put our businesses out there, talk about what we do, how we serve and who we help with confidence when our business isn't currently generating the cash and the income that we would like it to. Because there's this feeling that if we're not very successful, um, if we're not pulling the numbers in, if we're not meeting the metrics, then maybe we're not selling something that is worthy to other people, that's valuable to other people or just that perception of how would other people read us or see us if they knew what our bottom line is would they question our services would they question our product and how do we ourselves simply show up and talk about what we do and how we serve or what we sell with positive energy and enthusiasm when everything we've been doing to this point isn't quite working is missing the mark and we're not seeing the success that we want and that we crave for our businesses. It can be really, um, I think it can be really confusing for people and it can almost build up like a a moral or ethical dilemma for ourselves where if we're not really successful and we put out the shiny face to the audience that we're talking to or we talk about our business with excessive enthusiasm but we know that behind the scenes it's not making money we can feel disingenuous it can feel like we're you know sort of selling a false bill of goods I think sometimes it can be messy and it can feel messy when we're putting ourselves out there and our business isn't seeing success. But here's the thing, and this is kind of where I go with it, that when I'm talking to folks about this, so often they forget that their business and what they do or what they're selling are sometimes two different things. Because I think sometimes we look at our business and the numbers and we say, this is a reflection of how good we are. This is a reflection of how good this product is or how good this service is when in actuality we can be so talented we can be so good at what we do but we just haven't hit the right marketing strategy or we haven't found the right audience or we haven't found the right sort of strategy to get it out in front of the people who need to see it and who would benefit from it and sometimes I think as business owners particularly for business owners who build their businesses on their personal brands, it's so easy to think that everything is one and the same, that we are our brand, we are our business, so that if our business isn't making money, we are not as successful, we're less legitimate, we're less than, and we can get tempted to play small. When Whatever is going on in your business, if it's poor strategy, if you haven't figured out the secret sauce, or you're just new and starting out, 
how do you put out your business to people with confidence? That ends up being the question because regardless of the numbers, we still have to show up. The temptation, like I said, is to play small, is to hide, to just secretly wait <laughs> in some far off corner until people magically find us. But as business owners, we have a responsibility to show up. The first thing that when I'm working with folks on this, I like to do is ask people, what kind of business owner do you want? to be. I think so often, especially when the numbers are low, especially when the income is low, the temptation is to be like, well, what do I think the buyers want to hear? What do I think my clients want to hear? My future consumers, what do I think would resonate with them? And so often that ends up doing what I've talked about on the show before. It puts us in the passenger seat of our lives and our business. We're reacting to what we think other people want, what we think other people expect, and what other people want or need. And what's better for us is if we get ourselves in the driver's seat of this conversation. If we say, given the energy we've put out thus far, given the things we've tried, the strategies we've implemented, the things that have, you know, we sort of put out to the universe that we really hoped would work, but they're not working. What are we willing to do now? Who do we want to be? And how do we want to move through the world? Because as a business owner, I can tell you I've played both sides. There have absolutely been times, particularly when I was brand spanking new and I was talking from a place of more sort of experience than actual business purchases because I've been on, you know, I'd been in the field for 20 years and I was new to online, but I was still figuring out my way online. So I was talking about what I did and how I served from a place of experience, not necessarily from a place of, you know, having all of the clients and filling up my caseload. Recently, I've been talking on the show about, you know, for two things, really, I talk a little bit about how I've been sort of weighed down and and sort of really genuinely put off by social media and not really feeling pulled or compelled in any way, shape or form to have that be a way of lead generation for my business. It feels heavy. It just isn't been particularly enjoyable. I do get results from it, but oftentimes it ends up being kind of the so what factor gets attached to it. And then I've also been talking about having had a slow summer business wise, having had ebbs and flows in my client caseload. And I got a letter the other day and somebody was like, Heather, I've been listening to your show for a while. I'm really surprised to hear you talk about and sort of, you know, uncover the truth that your business was slow over the summer or that you see ebbs and flows in your business. Have you ever thought about how, you know, your listeners perceive that and perceive your value? You know, I've thought about purchasing from you myself, but if, you know, if you're not particularly busy, does that mean, you know, and I can't help but question whether or not that means you're particularly good you know, so business owner to business owner, you might want to rethink the strategy and reconsider keeping those episodes up there. Perhaps you want to delete them. That was the conversation that was put in front of me. And I, you know, and initially what my response to that was, well, clearly you haven't listened to my show very, very long, because if you did listen to my show, you would know that I'm freaking transparent about everything, that I'm not going to represent myself as differently than what I am or where I'm at, because Lord knows when I have a 
caseload of full clients all paying me shit tons of money and they're all my ideal clients. I'm going to be shouting that from the rooftops. I am going to be telling everybody who needs to know or wants to know that I'm sitting like firmly planted in my dream business. So if I'm only halfway there or I'm only three quarters of the way there, I'm going to be honest about that too, because just sort of bragging about success does nothing, but sharing the journey of success, modeling the journey of success is everything, particularly in the mindset space when so much of it is a daily practice. So much of it is checking in with yourself and cluing into yourself and getting crystal clear on who you are, how you move through the world and how you serve. So me knowing that means obviously I'm going to be transparent about where I'm at in my business and how it's going because that's what I believe. It's so important for business owners to do that gut check, to think about for the sake of my business, given what I sell, given what I do and how I serve, is there any benefit to the consumer to know about the struggle? For some people, given You know, if you're a business coach, for example, it is, I think, helpful for clients to know how you've gotten out of struggles, how you've gotten out of lean months, how you've managed the ebb and flow and the feast or famine. But for other people, if you're simply selling like a product, if you're selling something, you know what I call inanimate, right? Like it doesn't really rely on the relationship between you and the consumer um, and you're not really making the sales, I think you have to be like, think about the buyer cycle and think about, you know, how does that, perce- you know, how is a new buyer going to perceive that? If, if they sort of see that there haven't been a lot of sales, they might question the product. Um, sometimes, you know, as you saw in my letter example, somebody is going to question the, <laughs> the person and the service, and you will have to manage that head on. But if you decide first and foremost, who are you as a business? owner, if you're somebody who's going to share this, you then get to decide that. The next piece is obviously we're going to take a hit energy-wise and motivation-wise about the thing we're doing, our business, our service, our product, whatever it is, when it hasn't been particularly successful, when we're not seeing the money come in. It's so much easier to shout, you know, sort of shout it from the rooftops what we're doing and how we're serving when everybody's into it and everybody's buying. It's really hard when it's not working, when the strategies we've been trying isn't working. So what I would encourage those business, you know, owners to do is to really look at, in addition to seeing if there's a place where they can get some business strategy assistance, where they can get another set of eyes on their business, they could perhaps ask somebody for help or, you know, get someone else's two cents on their business. You then have to decide how much energy do I have? I've been putting a lot of energy to putting this out there, to letting people know about it, and it's not particularly working. So what do you have energy for? What are you willing to do? And what strategy are you willing to try instead of what you've been doing? Because if you keep doing what you've always been doing, you're going to get what you've always been getting, right? Like we know that it's a sort of, it's a, it's a funny, convenient quotable for the business space, but it's also entirely accurate. So this might be time for you to look at, you know, if you're, if you're contemplating this and you're running this as a business owner, you might want to contemplate the strategy. You might ask yourself, is this time to try? 
try something new? And am I willing to try something new? So often these conversations, when the money isn't coming in, when we're doing our best and our best isn't working, that temptation sort of rears its ugly head to do what we think we should be doing or what we think audience members want to hear or want to buy rather than like as the business owner, as the boss of this business, what needs to happen next? What do I have the energy for? What am I willing to try? What am I willing to do? Because you can give yourself a reboot. You can say, okay, this hasn't been working. I've been trying for a while. I know that if I stop talking altogether and I stop telling people about my business altogether, all that does is guarantee that I'm not going to get any more sales. I know that as a business owner, it's totally non-negotiable that I have to show up. So given my energy level, given where I'm at, what am I willing to do? And that might mean you just show up differently. That might mean you don't show up live anymore. You're not doing like video or you're not showing up in a, you know, a, a, a podcast episode, for example, if I wasn't feeling it one particular day, it's really kind of hard to record <laughs> and sound genuine and interested when I'm like thinking in the back of my head, oh my God, I don't want to be here. You guys just heard that episode, um, uh, What to, how to tell if you're a hot mess. I think I did two back-to-back episodes. One is how to tell. And then the second one was, you know, what to do about it when you're the hot mess. And that happened because I started recording and I so didn't want to be recording. So I did a crap episode, but then turned it into a mindset minute the next day. It's that same process. Like sometimes you have to know in your gut, like today isn't the day I can't show up. I don't have the energy. And then I always go to, well, what are you willing to do? Because as business owners, we do have the privilege and the power to say, I'm not doing that today. That feels really heavy. I don't think I have the energy for that. I can't put myself into that. All of that is fine. But we don't get to say no to one thing without being required to say yes to a plan B or to something else. So what are you willing to do? How are you willing to show up? Or if you're going to just call it in and call out for the day, when are you coming back? When are you plugging back in? Because knowing that and having a plan for it will set you and your business up for success. It meets you where you're at but it helps you come up with a more finite business strategy than I don't feel like doing it today. You get to decide how transparent you are about the process. You get to meet your energy level where you're at, but ultimately as the boss of your business, you have to show up for it. Now, one of the things that sort of comes to mind for me in this conversation is the idea that so many of us, particularly online business owners, are building businesses based on their personal brand. So they may not even be selling something that they've created. They may not even be, you know, selling products or services or whatever. But so often, you know, being solopreneurs is we are putting ourselves out there. So the other part of this is to recognize that when we are putting ourselves out there, it is going to feel personal. We can't really say it's not about us when it's our picture out there. It is a piece of us and it is a little bit about us. So one of the things that I often tell people is that you are going to have to separate your story of yourself, that this is personal 
personally about you and who you are from the product or service and how people are, re- are perceiving it, how people are responding it, because that's the piece that isn't about you, that your product or service isn't about you. It's about your offering. But so often it can feel one and the same so that when it's not working, it gets really hard to decide how to show up or what makes sense for showing up or what feels honest and in line with integrity. So if you can separate that piece for yourself, the idea that sometimes your lack of success, the lack of funds coming in, the lack of recognition and attachment to your product or service really isn't about who you are as a person. It's more about specifically what you're offering and whether or not they need it at that particular time. Then it's easier sometimes, I think, to make some of those decisions to show up to network. But you can always take a day off from it or you can try a new strategy. What's really important, and this is the point I want to hammer home to folks, is that you want to be in the driver's seat of the decision. You want to do it mindfully and with intention. And what often happens to business owners who are not seeing the numbers, who are not experiencing success, is that they often you know, because they're so locked in the story that it's personal, they they don't take new action. They don't decide their next step. They make it all about them. It becomes a personal injury to their ego, and then they're cleaning up that mess. So it's really important that you not personalize this, that a lot of times, and I believe this for myself, the ebbs and flows and the feast and the famines, they're more of a, a sort of a reflection of a strategy that needs some tuning, that needs a new approach, then it has anything to do with who we are and how we serve. I know for a fact that my strategy business-wise was way off and that's how I ended up with a slow summer because I had been full for a good chunk of time. I just took my eyes off the lead generating machine and interventions. I didn't really plan ahead for when the people I was working with emptied out. So I know it came down to strategy. It wasn't personal. And then I also know enough about business to know that the slow times extend past that time because it takes time for those new interventions and those new strategies to and to take roots and to take form so that like people are learning about you coming to know like and trust you and then ultimately buy from you. So if you can keep in mind that fact that it's not personal to you and what you've come to know about business, it's so much easier to think about how you want to represent yourself, how you want to represent your business and how you want to show up. I also, you know, before I want wrap up this conversation, I also think it's really important that people recognize that we don't get to skip the feelings part just because we're talking about business. That when we put our best out there, when we show up with the best of intentions, when we try to do our best and our best isn't good enough, we get to be frustrated by that. We get to be discouraged and we get to want to call it in for a day or two. And I think so often the entrepreneurial space sort of focuses so much on the rise from the hustle and the rise from the fall and the pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and failures are lessons learned and you just have to dust yourself off. But we can't skip the grieving process that comes with doing our best and finding our best doesn't work. Like it just, uh, any other way just doesn't work. So one of the things that I often say when people are struggling with showing up is have you rid yourself of the dead weight yet? Have you sort of let yourself fend 
point out the frustrations that you've been trying this, that you thought you were doing all the things right, but still it's not working? Have you released those feelings to make way for something new? Because if you're just dragging them with you, if you're just assuming it'll go away the next time you get a sale, that bad energy, that negative perspective is only going to bite you on the butt when you least expect it. So, so often it's about releasing the things that didn't work, accepting the lessons learned, and not in the cliche way, but legitimately accepting this didn't work out. You have to do this a different way and you have to figure this out a different way. If you can take some time, and I'm not talking about weeks and weeks and months and months, but if you can just, (coughs) excuse me, coughing on the podcast again. If you can just take a second to, you know, take stock and to accept that like you did your best, you worked hard to get clear on what worked and to identify for yourself what didn't, it sets you up for better success that once you know how you're willing to show up, you are going to be bringing good energy into that situation. It's feels disingenuous sometimes. It can feel out of integrity to market a business that isn't successful. But if we can recognize that that's a difference between strategy that needs to be fine-tuned and a bad business or a bad business owner or a bad product or service, it's usually easier to find a clear path and a way that you can lead with honesty and integrity. So that's where I leave you for today. I hope it gives you something to think about because you're we're all going to have a slow month or two. We're all going to be in a place where, you know, what our business numbers reflect isn't necessarily our level of talent and skill that's in front of people. We have to come up with a way to make sense of it. So I hope this conversation helps you and that you have good value from it. If you have a question that you would like my two cents on for your life or business, please do find me over at Heather at choose to have it all.com. The best pod always comes from the best questions. Thanks so much for joining me today. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.